pulled uh, I had like this smell in my house, dude. When the when the heat started getting going, you know. Right. I thought it may be like I needed to clean my sink out, you know, like run some bleach down it or something. Did that. I was worried that maybe like a fucking animal died in the wall. Like I didn't know. Jesus. It wasn't, it wasn't really bad, and it was only in like one spot of my kitchen. But like, so I was like, Man, I think something might be like behind the stove or maybe the fridge or something like that, you know. So I pulled it out. I've always had cockroach problems. Oh, really? I didn't know that. In these units, not sure. crazy, not like fucking all over the place, right? right? But like, you know, you might see a cockroach every now and again. Uh-huh. And uh, so I, I pulled out my and the guy that got the guy that's joined to my place when he moved out, they treated for cockroaches and they came to my place. They're like, hey, there's a there's an infestation over here, so we're gonna. We're gonna treat in your unit too. Uh, pulled pulled out the the refrigerator and the oven. Mm-hmm. Just oh, no. like piles of roach fucking droppings and dead roaches. Like <gasps> had, had to have been thirty or forty at least. Just a, uh, just a gnarly amount of motherfuckers. Well, like I I put down some like industrial grade shit <clears throat> that I found on Amazon last year. Sure. Um and. They're supposed to just eat that and then go back to their nest and die, you know? So apparently that's what was happening. The nest was behind there. So I cleaned that up. But that, I think, was the smell. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that could be. I The last time I had smells like that, um, it was bad potatoes. And I didn't realize it. I had, you know, I, you'll buy a sack of potatoes, right? And, oh, yeah. And then they start growing. And well, and so, like, you then you don't fucking use them because you're eating KFC mashed potatoes or fucking Instatators. Or in, in my case, we, we chop them up a lot. You, who needs five pounds of potatoes? Right. right so, like, you only ever need, like it's not, pounds. it's just not the 70s anymore. So, a bag of potatoes isn't what it used to be. So, yeah. I'll have a bag of potatoes. And yeah, it was but just, the small bag costs as much. So, you buy the big bag, right? That's you, right. You yeah. got to spend the right amount of money for the, for the factor of, of saving yourself in the long run. So I'm only ever a baked potato guy anyway. See, I, I, I love, I just want to oil it, puncture it, put it in. No, I don't want the hassle of peeling a, and chopping. No, and but give me a, it. give me a good diced potato or, you know, just cut them up and throw them on the grill in a little foil pan. Like amazing. See, but if I'm doing that, right, I'm just going to buy the bag of like red potatoes. <laughs> yeah. You're just going to dump and, yep, and cut it. Yeah. Cut it exactly. Right. So, um, but yeah, the last time I had a smell like that, it was, I had no idea. And then I'm like, like I'm a hound dog, you know, just sniffing all over the place, trying to find this thing. And then I come upon it and whoa, it was fucking gnarly, dude. It was gnarly. Welcome to another episode. The Little Love Show Podcast is here to rock your ass. We talk video games, present, future, and past. We'll talk about the news, the weekly recently. You'll find us on Twitter at TLUSB. We're TLUSB! Welcome to the Level Up Show Podcast. It's episode 323. Uh, Is that our intro? The roach and the potatoes? I guess that's the intro. I didn't even realize we were doing it, but here we are. We're three minutes in, so we've got to get, we got to move, baby. Uh, welcome to the, the show. I'm your host, Derek. Uh... Your normal host, Careful Ralph, is uh, out uh, on assignments, and uh, in I'm sorry, Ryan is is out ill. He's he's under the weather. He's got a little sickness, uh, and it's not Zelda sickness. I don't think he's got. I don't think he's got FOMO. I don't think he's got any Breath of the Wilderness, you know, illness. He's just yeah. He's feeling a little sick. So uh, he got some tears in his kingdom. Though? He might have a few tears dripping down the dripping down the kingdom. Uh, in joining me in their stead. Mm. Uh, is good friend of the show, uh, my friend, Mr. Tony Welchel. Hello, Tony. Yeah, you just said my real name, and like I feel like if if I'm gonna co-host here once in a while, right? I need I need a fake name like you, the rest of us. <laughs> I mean, my name is fake. My name is real. So. Yeah, nobody's gonna look you up though. You know, <laughs> okay, yeah. nobody's coming okay. for, for I mean Derek Vanson for the time. for the longest time. My name was in the intro song, like it said, and here's your host, Derek Vance. So like I get it. Like my name's been plastered all over this thing since day one. What do you what do you want your your nickname to be? You know, as long as we call it the DTS show when I'm on here, like it doesn't need a nickname. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Prince Chunk, we can bring back Prince Chunk if you want to. I uh, that's, that's a little demeaning, right? That's I mean, we could go FCF and yeah. exactly. <laughs> Would you rather that? We could do okay. That hey, you know, we're we'll jump into it. I'm glad to be here. Glad to fill in. I always like to come on and have a little debauchery yeah. shenanigans. It's a good time. 
So uh, talk about potatoes because that's that's the way that we start podcasts. Right. Now. Right. And was the Roche part of that too? Yeah, yeah. The, the whole Roches? the whole thing is the whole thing's Perfect. in there, buddy. Yeah. All of it's. I'm there. not a dirty motherfucker, you know. No, I know you're not. You are very. And listen, I I have heard from from people's mouths how nice your house is and how crazy it is that you yeah. keep it so clean and you decorate it well. I mean, the My coconut clean, but the coconut it's, said it's nothing but good things us, you know? when we came over. Like Tony really knows how to keep a place clean and, and look good yeah by fuck that bullshit by contrast you spend like seven <laughs> hours a week cleaning because in, in got... which case you can't hang out with your boy and play video games yeah i got three kids i gotta take care of i got two cats there's fucking hair everywhere what do you want from me yeah between your part-time job podcasting and just cleaning your house and doing <laughs> doing your lawn work i mean that's a whole nother full-time it's amazing day. that i even have time to play anything with you yeah, let how alone... did you figure out how to have 32 hours in a day with and, everything that you do and yet you tell me my time management is poor and that ladies and gentlemen is the ultimate illusion yeah your time management is the homeless people downtown <laughs> it's poor it's you know? very poor exactly right. right uh welcome to the show episode 323 we're going to get right into it we're going to keep it tight uh we're going to kick it off with a little bit of news Oh, yes, I see that you have the news. Bring it to me, please, quite. Not a ton of news uh, since the last time we talked, but uh, popped up today, uh, at least through IGN, I believe. Tony, you've got this written down here. Uh, the Xbox Activision merger acquisition has been okayed uh, by the EU. Now, it was uh, it, it had a little bit of a wrench thrown in it by who before? Do you remember? Uh, I think it was the UK, right? It, I thought it was the UK, but I can't remember specifically who it was that said, hey, like, we don't want this because it means you're going to have basically a monopoly on. They were focused on streaming stuff. Um, but the European, com- the European Commission uh, said that they green light, everything's ready to go. Right. Um, I think it's the it might be the CMA uh, that was yeah, going to block the deal. So Microsoft right. is still in the fighting state of this whole thing. The, the merger hasn't happened. The acquisition hasn't happened, but they're, they're well on their way, right? It's a big win. I mean, the, U, the UK, you know, with, with Brexit, right, they, they left the European Union or, or commission or whatever that is, right, the EU, and they became their own kind of city, city state, so to speak. So, yeah, they, they're blocking it. They're not happy with it. But, like, every, every milestone you get past as uh, Microsoft and these big markets um, is a win. You know, and then that creates additional pressure for other companies to or other countries to <clears throat> to, to, to fall suit. Yeah, to fall suit. Um, you know, the United States has has, has yet to say anything uh, yet. Um, they're still waiting to to kind of err on a side of caution. It looks like they might have a trial um, to talk about it and figure out what, what's going on. But yeah, for for Microsoft, they need some wins. Uh, getting this this Blizzard deal, Activision Blizzard deal, is a pretty pretty big one. So we'll see. Uh, keep our ears to the ground on that. That's going to be happening for for a little while longer, I'm sure. So and Microsoft, you know, has has never been uh, the playboys of of the American Federal Trade Commission, no, you know, or the SEC, right? They've they've blocked Microsoft acquisitions before, plenty due of times, to, due to monopoly and and stuff like that. So yeah. Uh, not on your list here. Uh, there's a Lord of the Rings MMO coming from, uh, Amazon games. You see this happening today? Yeah, I, I saw that announcement. Um, you know, they, uh, outside of Peter Jackson, nobody has treated that franchise good. So no, I, listen, that, that first, that first EA game was excellent. I did not there, play the second one, but that first game was really There's good. already Lord of the Rings online, which is still like, I'm pretty sure it's still active if, if, today i think you can still play it and subscribe to it sure so that that golem games coming out here pretty soon like i said shadow of war didn't get didn't play that one but shadow of mordor excellent game super cool progression loved the tiering system of all the bad guys really really cool stuff so i i don't think that it's been treated unfairly now i will say that amazon prime tv show was ass dog shit yeah i think the bigger concern here is like as an mmo just look at the MMO landscape. I mean, nothing has come out as an MMO in the past 15 years with any real staying power. Sure. And Amazon's own MMO, they released, what was it, New, New World? World? Yeah, the people that are making this. <laughs> yeah, absolutely just dead. Yeah, Deader than dead right now. There's a complete lack of content. There's a, a massive power chasm between new players. And it's it's already suffering in the first two years from what most MMOs suffer after four or five years, which is like there's just too much to do and get caught up on. Yeah. 
So I don't have a lot of faith now that the IP is great. Lord of the Rings is great. I mean, you know, every time I played ESO, I felt like it was Lord of the Rings. Let me ask, so. let me ask you this though, right? <clears throat> because I don't, not that I, not to say that the Lord of the Rings is a bad IP or just not hot right now, but why is this not a, why is this not HBO striking with a Game of Thrones MMO style game? Like, don't you think that would do a little bit more business because the name recognition in the current market is more than a Lord of the Rings? I know the longevity is there with Lord of the Rings, right? It's been around forever. But I think if you said I'm making a Lord of the Rings game or you said I'm making a, 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 a Game of Thrones game, of Thrones. game I would be more apt to check out a Game of Thrones game than I would a Lord of the Rings game. I don't know that Game of Thrones really lends itself to an MMO. I think for sure uh, maybe like a really nice in-depth open world story game. Sure. Uh, a la Witcher, yeah, you know? Because Game, game of Thrones is not deep in the magic lore. Not crazy fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And it's like so for an MMO, you have to have that variety. A bunch like, of races. Yeah, yeah, what are you going to do with a Game of Thrones MMO? You're you got trolls. With sword? Yeah, you got trolls. You got humans. You got ice dudes. Yeah, I don't I mean, That's you have really giants, right. not yeah, trolls. Gi- I'm sorry, giants, yeah. Giants. giants, yeah. So there's there's not a diverse cacophony of options. I mean, MMO. you have you have the faceless men who could be like your assassin or, you know, you, or rogues, you know. I just feel like HBO is way too protective. I, I don't disagree with you there. Yeah, I don't disagree with uh, you. I'm just saying from a... From a standpoint that would do business, I do think a Game of Thrones game would do money. I mean, there's the, the MMO market's just too stiff. Uh, saturated isn't even a right word. It's just like MMO people, like you're always living up to that World of Warcraft marker, and nothing's ever going to hit that. Yeah, I mean, look at what's come out since World of Warcraft, right? I mean, ESO is probably the only the other closest. Final Fantasy 14, like yeah. that's your trifecta, right? There's been Guild Wars, there's been Neverwinter, there's been uh, Swotor, the Star Wars MMO, Black Desert Online. Black Desert was pretty hot for a minute, yeah. EverQuest still has its popularity. We, yeah, we know you love some EverQuest. Especially in, well, especially in like the five to eight years post-World of Warcraft launch, it was still pretty prevalent. So it's like, that space is too... But it's hard to say it's too crowded. It's just too dominant. But also look at it this way, right? You're you're talking about a crowd in the MMO crowd that is they're they're starved for original content. And by original content, I mean they're asking Blizzard to make give me vanilla WoW, give me vanilla Burning Crusade. Like they want you to go all the way back. That's how starved these people are for this kind of content. That's what's amazing to me is that. Yeah, World of Warcraft dominates it, but they're also dominating from a nostalgia standpoint because people don't, I mean, you care about the new stuff, but a lot of these people just want the old shit. You know what I mean? I, I think I think the way that games are going, this is this has gotten, in, gotten into a philosophical situation here, but I, I think the successful games in the future are going to have the same sort of structure as you see with something like Destiny or the upcoming Diablo 4, where it's like, it's a pseudo MMO. Sure. You know, you can... <clears throat> group with your friends you can group with randos but you don't need 6 10 25 in everquest you go up to 52 or 70 54 or 72 players you don't need that many to well, experience the breadth of content and you're talking about games that have legs right that you that they want to have legs for a long time and, yeah. and years to come right so i posited this question last week and i'll ask you this with mortal Kombat getting ready to show off you know mortal Kombat 12 which was in the news too i think um, they're rebooting the whole mortal Kombat thing do you think that that lends itself to a live service game that was the question i asked last week like sure. could you just do a mortal Kombat a la a destiny and then just do seasons and continuing building the story and the characters on one brand, right? Instead of iterating mm-hmm. it. And I know that's where companies get nervous. It's why call of duty's never done it because there's so much money behind it. But from a standpoint of mortal Kombat's not a call of duty. You, I think you could get away with that a little more with something like that. Um, I, I think if I had the vision to see that, I wouldn't be an underwriter in insurance. I would be a game <laughs> developer. That's true. Um, I you you kind of look like one though. That. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't see it with Mortal Kombat. I'm not sure I can see the force of the trees on creating an MMO. Not an MMO, a, just a live a, service uh, game. Yeah, a live service game with that. Because, um, like, what are you going to do, you know? It, I, I think the closest parallel you could look at would be, like, the Xenoverse games through Dragon Ball. Those had 
those were kind of a live service ish game. They continued to have story upgrades and new characters added. So I mean, and that was wildly successful. It's still a very popular, sure, you know, game for that that niche market. So something like that, you know, yeah. Uh, they they would have to re envision Mortal Kombat from a side scrolling beat 'em up, right? You're to, right. To a more like three D open world kind of environment. Right. But I mean, like I said. Mortal Kombat 12, I think, for sure, getting announced. But I also think, like, with the way that Eleven finished and, like, Liu Kang can control time and they really refocused on the original cast, I, I think it's entirely reasonable to think that they might just be rebooting. I, I do believe that that's Star. the case, yeah. I think that's yeah. probably the case. Whether, whether MK12 is MK1 redone kind right. of thing. Or, or is, this, is this God of War 2018 that is technically a God of War 4 pseudo thing? Right. You know what right. I mean? That That's the situation we're into right now. Which, which is, I'm in, dude. These games rock. I, yeah, I've loved the story. I still love the storyline in the Mortal Kombat. 10 and games, 11 so. were a complete step up for, for Mortal Kombat. Yeah, I would agree. Um, no swoosh. Uh, last thing, I think I've. What else, what else do we have here? Uh, oh, yeah, movies. No, Fortnite ranked. Sorry, I'm all over the place because your notes are a little funky looking. Uh, Fortnite yeah, yeah. ranked and Warzone ranked. The two, I would probably caution to call them the two biggest battle royale games out there um, yeah absolutely apex is probably up there too no, um, no not not in terms of money no no player, no no no. just like i think there's still i think there's still definitely a player base there and you know apex just recently did their yearly tournament not too long ago yeah um, LGS. yeah so but fortnite ranked that that's pretty exciting to me i obviously love me some fortnite i know we go back and forth depending on how you're feeling about playing fortnite right now you're cold on it sometimes you're hot on it yeah here's the deal with the ranked play right is it sounds great but unless you have a squad that you are consistently playing with there's a separation there in the ranks you can't you know if i'm a bronze guy and i just log in one day and you're gold or diamond or whatever you know we're not going to be able to group together whatever whatever Fortnite says is the is the variation right because you you can't carry me as a as a fucking dog dog you know what i'm saying right more likely i carry you but it was you know just for hypothetical purposes uh so that that's the thing with me is like i'm not gonna be ready to commit a couple hours a night to Fortnite ranks just because you get three times the amount of kills in me in destiny doesn't mean you're always carrying me. There's plenty uh, of times I res you. Plenty of could be. times. Could be. Yeah. That's plenty true. of times. Yeah, you're a role player. I appreciate that. Yeah. Listen, I'm doing the work. Yeah. I'm playing the objective as usual, and you're just getting all the glory. And hey, yeah. You know, I'm I mean, this, I was, I was I'm watching this... Warzone rank today, and it, the issue that I'm talking about with Fortnite was the issue that like Tim and Nick were having. Right? Is like Nick's been grinding Warzone rank for like a week since it came out. Tim's been on vacation, right? So he comes in and like there's an immediate concern that they can't group together. Valorant is the same way. Every sure. like these guys play Valorant every time and and Apex ranked. Every time there's a season reset or a rank reset, you know you you get tiered based on your finishing rank. So it's like. Right. I think there's a very real possibility that if you get into it, you know, if, if K and G get into it, um, that there's, there's just too much separation. Yeah. I'm with you. We, we definitely have to align our, our timing, uh, to be able to do that. stuff so for sure. Um, Fortnite also showed off, uh, today, just a little tease of some more, um, Spider-Man stuff. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Spider-Man stuff, which I'm excited about, obviously with the new, uh, across the Spider-Verse movie coming out in June, which I'm very excited about. I love that first Spider-Verse movie. Um, looks like we should be getting some more Spider-Man stuff. I would guess closer to the end of the season or into the next season of Fortnite, which I realize there's going to be some huge leaks tomorrow. There's people on Twitter trumping up like what, what all the items are going to be for the next couple months. Sure. Fortnite apparently has API to a lot of this stuff. So like similar, everything's already out there. Right. You can look up what destiny is going to have in the item store like four weeks from now, you know, but, um, you remember when it used to be a big deal that Fortnite had crossovers like that? Like, yeah. you know, it, like everyone was like, I can't, oh my God, God of War, what? Oh my I mean, God. I think there's still a point of that depending on what the crossover is. When you're just, re- like when you say, because I don't know what this is and I know you will, so I'm going to say it. When you say like Rose Goku is in the fucking store, the yeah. fuck does that mean to me? I don't give a right. fuck. What's that mean? Like Rose. he looks, oh, sorry. Let me put yeah. my pinky in the air. Rose, Rose Goku. Go, yeah. go, ka. Son Goku. Um, so that, that doesn't get me excited, but I know it does get certain people excited. And we have talked about, I believe maybe on this very podcast, uh, about how like 
you know, what's the next earth-shattering Fortnite collaboration? And I think we both said it would be Pokemon. That would be that yeah. would be the thing. Yeah, there's always going to be a barrier there. Nintendo's just I don't feel like ever no. going to IP license their IP that way. Um, I think they were going to they would have done it with the Super Mario movie to be honest with you if they were going to do something. For, Fortnite does like I don't know who over there at Epic is doing this but like every time you think you're done with Fortnite they got something else to kind yeah. of like bring Pull you back you yeah. know no build was a huge thing dude huge still now is got, now you got ranked um the, the the boys are creating their own battle royale inside uh, the, that'll be in yeah. open beta uh by end of year early next year yeah. nick tim Cla- uh, nick tim courage and ninja, ninja and cypher yeah. um so i, I think the leg that Fortnite will stand on long term is definitely the creative standpoint. They sure. released the, the creative 2.0. So yeah. um, that said, haven't got back into Fortnite. Fell off the moon on Fortnite. Yep. I'm at, I, I was I played a little last night and I realized like I should probably just get on here and do some of the weekly so I can try to hit level 100 at least so I can get my battle pass money back. That yeah. way I can buy next season. You know, just still never put more money into Fortnite. Just continuing to live off that one ten dollar purchase I've made. Um, but I definitely sure. need to to play some actual missions in uh, in Fortnite. So they, they really Epic really benefited from a combination of that that third year COVID lull where like. We're all at the home. Games still that were in development yeah. got delayed, and by that third year, there were just really no games right. because of the delays in development. Plus, no build. Think I was going to say. Think about the fact that they launched no build during that era, though. Like that's huge. Yeah, that, that's that's a W for them. I mean, they uh, intentionally or not, it really paid off. Yeah, because they, they they reinvigorated people that were big on Fortnite, and now you have like for those people that are really big on like the original. Fortnite, you, you've got yeah. yeah, you've got chapters uh, and custom games that you can go back and play. Right, for sure. Um, let's talk a little movies. Uh, let's talk about the preview and then the review. Let's go preview first. You got Fast X coming up here pretty soon. Now, I don't know how yeah. deep you are into the rumor mill on all the Fast and Furious franchise and its issues. Have you you seen this uh, with the extra movies? Well, with the extra movies that apparently Fast 10 is the start of a trilogy that is going to end the the series, which is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, it's out there, dude. That's too much. That's too much. But no, no. They are spectacles, and I want to see them. Yeah, I know know that when we go Saturday to see Fast 10, I'm just going to be like jaw on the floor in disbelief at how out. I already told you the the trailer is them using their cars to crash into and divert a bomb right. running through town. Right. Is that movie like, launching this this Saturday? It's this weekend, yeah. Wow, holy 20th. shit. I didn't realize that. Okay. So, it's uh it's so far out there, sure. you know, especially there's a, even a meme going around on Twitter that I've seen of like show me the clip where you stopped believing in reality in a movie series right and there are so many of them uh, yeah uh, i mean the the rock and the in the, the cast and the cast and the, and, the jump in the car through yeah, the, and the, the, the tower yeah there's just like that movie went from hey we're in california doing street races to we're in the, the fucking yeah. in space yeah right? we're super spies right. you know saving yeah. the world right uh, but no, not not that there's going to be a trilogy of movies to close out the fast franchise which apparently will conclude with fast 12 the 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 rumor is is that the long-awaited return of If You Smell mm. The Rock is apparently at the closing ceremonies of Fast 10 in a, in a post-credit scene, similar to how he and Ava Mendez were oh, in, the, in, in the closing credits of Fast, I don't know, four, five? Four or five, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I wish you wouldn't have told me, frankly. Well, I, I just, it's a rumor. There's there's no clarification of that. No one has said anything other than just online rumblings are like, this is happening. And it's like, ah, The Rock has been very outspoken of like, I don't like Vin Diesel, so why would I come back to this movie franchise? Yeah, you got to get over it, though, right? I mean, for if you want to make the millions... Yeah, I mean Hobbs is such a, and I I would say Hobbs is probably the I most iconic character. Yeah, I think that might besides be the one that, Ben. Yeah, uh, and obviously you know Paul Walker died, so um, can't bring him back. Yeah, you can't. I mean it's it's like between him, Hobbs, and and Jason Statham's character, which is in this one, right? Shaw, Shaw, uh, Owen Shaw. Like yeah, it's hard not to. Yeah, I just I, I think 
I think the money aspect and the greed aspect is going to be too large for Dwayne to say no. If in fact this is a real thing, or if it might be a thing for the future of 11 or 12, I mean, you're talking the potential for these movies to, to gross billions of dollars, right? Because they already have. So I think it makes the complete sense that you're going to do this, but remain to be seen. I think Dwayne needs to be really careful about being typecast, kind of like Vin Diesel was in the 2000s, right? Like he was playing the same role. Yeah. And I I honestly think people are kind of soured on The Rock. I mean, he's played so many of basically the same characters. Mm. Um, I actually think Hobbs has more range than most of his other characters. I feel like I feel like The Rock did the thing early on and still kind of continued that once he got a little popular was like, hey, I'm just going to really take a lot of these movies that probably aren't going to do great, like San Andreas or what was the gorilla movie, you know? Um, Yeah. Just just Rampage. Rampage. He just take he's taking these movies. He's getting his name out there, which is great. He's making billions of dollars, right? He's the most successful actor currently. And and I don't disagree. Like he is at the point now that he can pull that back a little bit, and I do agree that he probably should. Yeah, it's just they're all the same, right? I mean, yeah. they're action comedies. It's a big dude um, who can crack some jokes and beat some ass. Yeah, it's the same character he is in WWE, role. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs a transformative role. Um, I, well, I don't what, pain, and, and and his and his buddy Kevin Hart's been trying to do the same exact thing. I'd say Pain and Gain was what I thought was going to be his transformative role because I fucking love that movie, yeah, but he did, it didn't go further with the serious acting kind of thing, you know. No, his his character was oh, was a so joke. Good. It was so good. Uh, so good, good, good movie. movie. Yeah, uh, Southland Tales. He was pretty serious in that too. Um, he was in Get Shorty, I think, right back in the day with uh, old old uh, John Travolta. So yeah. yeah, he's been everywhere, man. He's been everywhere for sure. Uh, I think that's everything that I've got for the news. I don't know if you want. Do you care about Beetlejuice too? Uh, that's in the news. No, okay. no. Right, let's go on to this review in a little gushing. Okay, uh, the so MCU is back, baby. We both saw that? we both saw Guardians of the Galaxy the Third, um, yep. Volume Three. No spoilers, obviously. Uh, can't, can't do any spoilers, not going to do any spoilers. But what I will say is this is the best Marvel movie I've seen probably since, uh, uh, no way home. And that was December of 2021. I, I think I, yeah, I mean, no way home. Wakanda forever was a really good movie. It just didn't feel like a, like a Marvel movie, honestly. Um, so I'd say like it's up there though, and, and and I, you'd have to. There's like 28 of these movies at this point, almost 30 of them. You'd really have to dive into it. But it's like, is Guardians three like on the Mount Rushmore of Marvel movies? It's got to be like in the top ten. It's definitely top ten. I don't think it's top five, but I think it's top ten for sure. I mean, there's four on Mount Rushmore. By the way, it's not top five. Well, you said top ten, and I'm just saying yeah. it's top five or top ten. It's but I don't think it's knows that you thought there were five people. <laughs> yeah, Do you even know right. who's on Mount Rushmore? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Triple H, <laughs> Stone Cold. Yeah, Triple H, not on many people's lists. You're right. You're right. Yeah, Stone Cold, The Rock, John Cena. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, no, I Guardians Three was amazing. Like you know, I, I love. I love the Guardian series because it's irreverent, it's ridiculous, it's humorous, it's also heartfelt. Um, I, I wasn't sure I was going to like it when a lot of the stuff came out the week or two before as the premieres were going on and it was like, this is a story about Rocket. I was kind of like, I I don't know, man. Like, they're going to save Rocket. And even, I think they really downplayed on the trailer, too. I mean, the trailer really looked like this is a washed-up band that can't stand each other. They're kind of fat, you know. Right. And, and uh, like, that they're just not doing it. But the, the tone of the movie was completely different. Amazing, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, this is the conclusion of this series. Obviously, James Gunn signed on to be the Kevin Feige of the DC Universe. Um, yeah. So that's going to make it makes it seem very promising, very promising, very cool ideas. I'm, I love what he has done in general, James Gunn. Um, so I'm very excited to see where that goes. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about a nine year journey with uh, with Guardians, obviously coming up 2014, being very integral in the phase three uh, universe of what yeah. Marvel was trying to do. Um, 
And so, yeah, getting to see Guardians 3 uh, in the theater, the kids loved it. I loved it. It was heartfelt. It was emotional. Um, the, only, the only wet fart of the movie was Adam Warlock. Adam Warlock sucked. It was, there was no point in having uh, The idea that they announced him, and again, you're talking about uh, Guardians 2 was 2017, so six years ago. Yeah, I'm sure post-credit scene. That I'm was sh- badass. I'm sure the plan was different six years ago for Adam Warlock, right? And now that we are out of the Avengers Endgame window of all of this, and they're not going in that kind of direction, he just kind of, he was like, hey, we're, we're going to make this big, goofy dumbass uh, that just breaks stuff. Like, okay, this seems, this seems plausible, I suppose. It, it was not what I wanted it to be, for sure. Well, and I, I don't remember much about the the actual comics but i mean there there are obviously a lot of players in the comics that never really made their their name in the mcu adam warlock was one of them so it was was weird to me that like a guy that was integral in the comics they sidecasted for the movies and like you had that post-credit scene in guardians 2 i think it was where he showed up and he was in he was in in the cocoon cocoon, yeah and it seemed like it was going to be badass, like all powerful guy. And then, you know, they kind of dropped hints in the movie that like he was pulled out too early. Yeah. So he's like, kind he's of not He's malformed. Childish. He's malformed. Yeah. Yeah. He's kind of childish and kind of a dutz, but it's like, right. and he doesn't it, really know how to use his powers. So, right? so like, I think there's a path to get him in the, in the next Avengers, which is obviously what they're going to be doing is the new Avengers. Um, I think there's a path there. The idea, like what was funny to me, was I drew a lot of comparison to uh, Tokar and Rezar, uh, considering there is oh, a, sure. a turtle reference in this movie. Yeah. And then you have Adam Warlock, who's just a big dumbass, who's got nothing but power and just a baby. Yeah. <laughs> was I, very I saw funny. that, the turtle in the yeah. chamber thing, and I was <laughs> like, is this, are they oh, doing yeah. the uh, I 100% thing? felt like that was some turtle stuff. Okay. Um, good, I mean, good movie. I mean, that is a solid eight, eight and a half out of ten. I had a great time with that movie. Yeah, certainly, certainly one of the more I don't know about best Marvel movie in a, in a while, but certainly the most I mean, enjoyable. So here's here's your Marvel movie from. I'm sorry, I was way off. Spider Man Far From Home was 2019. Okay, 2019. Yeah. So you had Black Widow, not good. Shang Chi, mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. Eternals, not good. I'm, oh no, sorry, No Way Home, right there. No Way Home, 2021. Multiverse of Madness. I could take it or leave it. It was okay. Love and Thunder, funny. Not the best, but I like Taika's style. Didn't see Wakanda forever. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania was bad. Uh, I can I will tell you that now after being away from it for a little while. That movie had a lot of potential, and they did not do what they should have with that, in my opinion. Yeah, you know, there's there was always that argument of, like, was the writing good or, you know, was the characters good? Were the acting good? To me, like, the Marvel movie, it just comes down, especially after almost 30 of them. It's just enjoyment. Do you enjoy the movie? Right. And Guardians... Three, the vibes are immaculate. Yeah, it felt like going to see, like, I felt the same way seeing that movie that I did with the Super Mario Brothers movie where I was just smiling and I was, well, I wasn't happy the whole time. I definitely squirted some tears. I'm not going to lie to you. I definitely right. cried. Yeah. Um, again, it take the, the vibe of the movie takes you away from the fact that there is no connectivity in this Marvel universe right now. Oh, it's like, so disconnected. Like a, a fucking celestial is implanted in the ocean and Eternals. And nobody said anything about that shit for like the last six movies. Right. None of them. Nope. Uh, Blade still is out there. You had Harry. Who, what, what the fuck's going on with Harry Styles? Harry like, Styles, Jon Snow. None of them are connected. Nothing. Um, and every movie you get to, you're like, this is the guy. You would think this is the next Guardians one. would have been the one, right? Well, we all thought Ant-Man was going to be the one because of Kang. And then here we are. Yeah. No. Yeah, so. And I get it. He's got some legal issues. So even if there was something in there with Kang, it ain't in there now. <laughs> so. Yeah, it would be interesting to see if the. Yeah, they're not going to retroactively change that or anything, I wouldn't think. But your, your next um, few Marvel movies, you got the Marvels coming up in November. That movie looks fun. Not. I don't want to talk about it. I mean, I mean, there's no, nothing good on the horizon for Marvels until you get to Secret Wars. Captain. Yeah, Captain. Well, yeah, Captain America: New World Order next year. Nope. Thunderbolts. Nope. And then Blade is is the supposed rundown. Yeah. N- not interested. I, I mean, mean, and they they even brought back Nick Fury in a, in a sure couple things like in the Marvel, the upcoming Marvel's movie. And I don't think that's going to save anything. Either. I mean, I think that movie looks like dog you're, shit. You're the Kang dynasty and the secret wars by 2025. Do you think we're actually going to build a story by then? I don't think so. 
it's going to be hard, especially if they're not coming out with original TV shows that kind of put it together. Um, I, I think they just fell off. Like, man, they had that original Avengers cast that was so good. And it just, it's such a long scale project. And these guys are not wanting to re up their contract and, and be in the MCU for 15, 20 or years. years. Yeah, exactly. Right. Like, who yeah. can blame them? You I know? Can't, but, yeah. I mean, these movies take a while to make, I get it. I mean, you want Robert Downey jr. At 75 years old, still suiting up as Iron Man. Probably not. Yeah. I think that uh, the last thing we'll say before we move on to what we played here is uh, the the villain and Guardians. Excellent. They should make that a King variant. Yes. On the whole thing, especially Jonathan Majors, not coming back. Like, I don't think so. No shot. You can't beat your wife and then be a, the biggest. And other women, right? And I other, mean, yeah. he could get completely acquitted. Like it could all be bullshit. You know. I mean, yeah. Justin Roiland shit got dropped, but no one's going to forget about that. Right, that's exactly the point, right? Is they they should retcon this guy. He looks the same. He's a fucking maniac. Uh, he, he's traveled time and space and all that shit. So like, you know, they they should sign this guy on to take on Kang. And I think even if you recap, like, if you just literally cast him as Kang, and he has two different separate characters in the MCU, you know, he's the Chris Evans of the MCU. Uh, you know, maybe that's the thing. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay, that's your news minute. Uh, a few of them anyway. Let's move on to uh, wrestling. Wh- oh no, my god! Well, let's move on to what we've been playing, Tony. Let's 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 move on to what we've been playing. What is it that you have been playing? Lay, lay. Uh, Tony, you're the guest, which means you can go first. Uh, well, I mean, the obvious one here is Zelda, right? I mean. Breath of the Wild was great. Tears of the Kingdom. I'm maybe like, don't snore. I'm maybe like eight hours in. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I think that you should play it. <laughs> you you gave uh, me. They were on Discord last night or two nights ago. You told me exactly why I shouldn't play the game. Fuck! I hate the fucking stamina. Goddamn, the weapons still break. They give you no fucking direction in this game. Those are yeah. all reasons I'm not touching this piece of shit. I, I can't lie to you that that initial like four to five hours, which, you know, I'm a guy that like, if I'm not in, I'm I, out. I, right? I listen, I made that fishing fishing joke like three, <laughs> three or four episodes ago that you were real mad yeah. about. But that is yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. That is you. Um, that initial four to five hours is kind of tough as you're getting your feet under you. But, you know, it picks up pretty rapidly. Um, it, I think the improvements in this game are wild in comparison to breath of the wild like the there's a phase mechanic where you can phase through vertically through rock which is great because like if you're looking at a mountain you can find a couple rock overhangs phase through them to get to the top Um, there's a lot of situations like if i need to get to the top of that mountain more than likely you're going to find a cave somewhere around the base of that mountain go into the cave you can literally just phase all the way to the top of the mountain so um there are some pretty cool mechanics like that there are huge rock creatures which were very hard to beat in the first one because there's like a a gemstone on their back you have to hit so in the first one you'd have to like stun them somehow climb on top of them hit them now you can just like get get under them phase all the way to the top and just destroy that gemstone um so there's a lot of really good mechanics like you know, and then the battery power thing too. Like, even if you don't play the game, you have to appreciate the memory going on with people are making like flying machines. There's a green goblin thing going on that has been hilarious. Uh, these, and, are all, and these are all TikToks, I assume, right? TikToks or yeah, Twitter, you know, whatever. But um, they have these they have these fans and like you have a power cell for all these different ancient technologies, right? So people have found a couple fans and a, like a steering wheel thing. Right. And they basically made the green goblin glider and you just fly around. It's fucking incredible. Dude. The traversal is wild in this game. Um, I'll tell you this. I, you know, I know that you're concerned about the stamina. I know that you're concerned about the weapon durability, right? They've, they've, certainly address the weapon durability you can now fuse weapons i mean you can fuse anything to anything sure right yeah bomb Uh, to a stick a bomb to a stick you know i saw somebody put a mine cart on their shield because you can shield serve i saw dan record do that yeah 
Yeah, so I mean the and that helps the durability because like basically you can create a more powerful weapon that's also more durable. And then when it breaks or it's about to break, you could unfuse it and refuse it to something else. You know, you know what this sounds durability. like though when you talk about this kind of stuff though? You Minecraft. know what my Minecraft you know what I don't like? Minecraft. Yeah, yeah. So that's exactly yeah. why I'm not gonna do that. Here's what I'll tell you. I have a set of NF- NFC cards. Uh-huh. So it's like the Amiibo cards. You ever oh, seen these yeah, before? Yeah, yeah. I've seen them. I saw them in packs. I, I think that, yeah, it's not quite strictly like on, on the line. You know what I, you know <laughs> is what I mean? Tone, like, is this a TW Theaters kind of thing? No, it's just like, you know, they want Nintendo wants you to buy $20 Amiibos, right? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. I don't want to do that. I want to no. spend $20 and get 40 Amiibo cards, right? Uh-huh. Which is basically all it is is an NFC chip that communicates with your Switch, right? Uh-huh. So I, I have, I dug out the set of Amiibo cards that I have uh-huh. deep, deep from storage when I played Breath of the Wild. I, I think you should try Breath of the Wild and use the Amiibo cards because you can get like wildly powerful weapons, gear, and armor, and you get a fuckload of food that you can use to like bypass all the stamina but, stuff. But does it tell me where I need to go? I think by this point, you can just use a guide. <sighs> I, I really think it's an ex experiential thing. You're that, telling like, me this is like Super Mario World level of like you have to play this before you die kind of thing? Is that absolutely. what you're telling me? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And I think you could decide, right? I know you have access to Breath of the Wild between I friends. It. I own it still. Oh, that's right. I you still own it. own it. Yeah. So it's like I'm eight-ish hours into Tears of the Kingdom, and I would be willing to say that like of the two – this is the one you play. By no means, I think, do you need to play Breath of the Wild to sure. experience and enjoy this game. I think you should. I mean, because it is a direct sequel, and it's, yeah. there's a lot going on from I, the first first one. I considered, I had a $20 Amazon gift card. I considered buying Tatka just, just, just so I could tell you how much I, I hated it, but I didn't I, do it. I think if you play the game with the Amiibos, which is, you know, could be considered cheating. I don't know if, if everybody would feel the same way. Um, I think you should try it raw dog, but if, if you hate it, you use the Amiibos, you get some, some literally some crazy overpowered weapons to get, to just carry you through the game. I think you would find it more enjoyable. Maybe you're, and, I mean, and, and you don't even need to really do anything besides mainline it. You're going to have to do some of these shrines. The shrines are the only upgrade mechanic really in the game. You have to do the shrines to get the things to buy more hearts or stamina. So I think you, you, you can't exactly mainline it without a lot of difficulty. But last night I, I beat my first dungeon and I was like, man, they just don't make games like this anymore. Well, you, know, you know for sure I'm not going to look for the poop seeds, even though the poop seeds have made a return in this oh, game. Oh, the Korok apparently. seeds? Yeah, those yeah. things suck. I, I'm not actively trying to search for these things, right? Sure. Um, I, I'm looking for shrines because I enjoy the little puzzle aspects and, and you need them to upgrade. Um, but otherwise, like I've, I've been completely hands-off. I'm not looking up guides. I'm not looking up walkthroughs. I'm just stumbling into shit. I, I Today I ran into... Uh, not today. Obviously, I wouldn't play while I was working. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, no. I ran no, in no. recently. Right. I ran into a three-headed height, like a Hydra, Hydra? fire sure. dragon. That's all right. Just came over the crest. Boom. Motherfucker's right there, right? Just ready to murder you? Yeah. So the they. I'm telling you, though, Derek, they don't make games like this anymore. I mean, this isn't a class of its own. Like, this is, this is like Skyrim original release level of exploration this is an elden ring i can't really speak to elden ring i can tell you it's not nearly as difficult the barrier well sure yeah yeah. i would i would would think not being a zelda and nintendo first party game but so they just it's it's such an experience and like i can't you know how games kind of keep you on that grind where it's like i want to play it but oh god it's just kind of like jedi we'll talk about jedi but like I want to play it, but it runs like dog shit. You know, I want to play it, but this. Yeah. I want to play it, but that. Zelda's like none of that. Zelda's over that line. Like I just want. I had a dream about Zelda last night. I mean, no, that's how. Get the fuck out of here! I'm telling you. Oh my god. You did. Did you sign a one day contract with Nintendo to suck this game's dick on this podcast? Did you? Did you email? Satoru Iwata and ask him? Oh, wait. I'm letting you know. I think I think you should you try can. it. And and I'll tell you this. In a in a couple-year run where AAA titles are launching and they just fucking are broken or they have huge game-breaking 
situations or sure. performance issues. Um, it is a breath of the wild fresh air that this game launches and there's none of that. And in indirect contrast to playing Jedi that, that we were doing, it's nuts to me that I am on a switch. I launch up into the air. I can see fucking miles of map. It's all at a locked frame rate. I can zoom in. I can move around. I mean, there's almost no hitching in this game. You're constantly locked between 25 and 30 frames. Um, so by comparison, the way that this game runs so smooth, and then you, and then there's like the physics engine of it, which I, I feel like would just break Jedi. Like if you could build a mech in Jedi and hit a thing on the mech and it powers up and fucking starts shooting lasers and sure. rockets – the game would the game would hard crash, you right. know. So <laughs> you um, can't you can't change out your weapons without almost hard yeah, crashing. Yeah. In in contrast to the recent state of affairs on games, this is a a very refreshing feeling. That's Nintendo, though. I feel like you know. I mean, they don't let shit like that happen. You know. What right. I mean? So I agree. Makes sense. Yeah, I agree. Um. <clears throat> okay. Well. So that's about Zelda. So are you committed? No. Um. <laughs> I appreciate your I appreciate your push and your challenge to try to get me to do it again. If I did anything, honestly, I would just buy Tears of the Kingdom and play that. I think that's a good call. That's the only thing I would do. And I'm not I'm not saying I would do it. But, hey, I might before the end of the year. We got seven more months till the end of the year. And I you know me, I like to do my homework on games that are going to be considered for game of the year. Even if I don't like it, there's a possibility that come November, it's 50 bucks. I buy it. and We're done. You know, so we'll see. That's um, not a Nintendo thing, but sure. And you know, they, they, I don't know, but they're going to do it for Tears of the Kingdom being fucking 96 on Metacritic, which we'll talk about next week with Surmise the Score. But they do throw their games 40 or 50 bucks during uh, Black Friday usually. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. Um, you want to talk to me about Destiny at all real quick before we get into Jedi and wrap this thing up? No, I just put it on there. I mean, we still have a lot of fun with Destiny. Fun with New Destiny. season comes out next week. Super excited. Um, some, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to have about four hours of good fun with it, yeah. uh, from the story perspective, but I always love seasonal resets in these games because they, it's, it's like a patch day on wow. You know, they reset your talents, you know, it's the same thing in destiny. They reset some of the skills, they, they push updates, weapon changes. Um, so it's like, it's like reinventing the game in a sense, like I'm going to be real deep into looking at YouTube and finding out what are some really fun broken builds for yeah. the Titan. Um, and then there's that seasonal grind, you know, the hundred levels you got to get and all that stuff. So definitely way into destiny. It's, it's holding my attention far more than I would have expected when we started replaying it sure. several months ago. Yeah. I'm excited to get into, you know, again, to your point, the nice part about the resets is like, they're taking all the feedback and they're trying to implement what everyone is talking about it in, in the right way. So yeah. uh, I'm very excited the servers to work, dude. <laughs> I'm very excited to see what that's going to look like long term. Um, but for now, yeah, I'm having a, a, an immense amount of fun with uh, with Old Destiny. We got the titles on the Guardian games. Finally, yeah, you can call me Champ. Yeah, finally call me Champ. Yep. Uh, Champ Bailey. Yep, Champ exactly Denver right. Bronco, yep, Champ 24. Bailey. Yep, absolutely. Um, Hall of Famer Champ Bailey. Uh, yeah, you're repping today. I see your shirt. Absolutely, so. baby. All all day, every day. He uh, was he was also bald on top. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he wore it a lot better than I do, though. You know, he didn't try that to hold on to it. That might have been from the helmet, though. A lot of, a lot of players go <laughs> Mine is, that. too. Mine, Got it. Mine's, too. Yeah, I walk around. You don't see me a lot off camera, um, but I walk around my house with the helmet all the time. You know, like Kel- like Michael Kelso in uh, in that 70s show, just always wearing the helmet. Yeah. Uh, only complaint about Destiny is the servers. Those servers work as often as I do. Yeah. And uh, it's like, it's, it's a problem. It, man. A problem. it really is a problem. Uh, let's finish out the show, episode 323 of the Love Love Show podcast. Let's let's wrap it up with with Jedi Star Wars Jedi Survivor, um, a game that Maybe I have. This podcast will end as quickly as that game did. I have I, I have I've said some some negative things about this video game uh, over the course of the last two episodes, um, and so I have got some positive things to say about the end of this game. You. I have think some I'm negative things to say. Yeah. Now this, I, it, playing Zelda immediately after this, it's like, it's like when you leave your ex wife and you get the new girl and you're like, God, I hated that girl. <laughs> I, I hated my ex wife too. Like okay. I didn't realize it at the time, but God, she was so awful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's like, you know, when you're married to her, 
you're okay with it. You know, it's sure. like, ah, oh, there are some issues. I'm going to, I'm going to push through. I'm going to grind. You over, you overlook the hitching and all the bullshit. Yeah, but then you leave Jedi and you, you start hooking up with Zelda and you're like, why was I ever with Jedi? Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day with Jedi is this, right? They, they overshot the moon. They attempted to do it, at least in my opinion, too much and seemingly missed some QA steps somewhere because <laughs> this thing launched fucking broken. I mean, PlayStation users, not all of them, but a, a good, at least two of them that we know were flat out saying, hey, the HDR doesn't work. Flat yeah. out does not well, work. It still doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, it, it, I, I will say K and G both said that it works now for them okay. with the update. But I mean, you're launching with an HDR state. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. Apparently there was some issue with like the version of PlayStation five that you have. Like, so you were hardware locked. Like if you had a specific release or a series of releases, like it just didn't work. But like the game is 150 plus gigabytes and there's, there's, you can't point at any practical reason. It's like four or five locations. It's not open world. You know what I mean? Like it's, you can run around a map, but you can't go anywhere. Right. Um, and they're not exceptionally large maps. So it's like, I, you can't, you can't explain to me why it's 150 gigabytes. Yeah. I, I when think Zelda it- is 20. Right. I mean, the, the compression that Nintendo's doing, the magic they're pulling off is fucking astounding to me. Um, you know, again, I've, I've said some bad things about this game up front, the way it launched, the way it was broken, the hitching. I just didn't really care about what the fuck was going on in that game. But let me tell you, the last third of that game, Tony, and I know you said it finished too fast, which I've heard my whole life, so I don't care. <laughs> but I'm here to tell you. The last third of that game is exactly what I wish the entirety of that game could have been, right? This slow burn of the first, honestly, eight hours of that game is hard. It it is, it is hard to stick with, but the, the, the last four to five, whatever that may be, I can't remember ultimately what it can come down to. Once you got all of the traversal upgrades, and you started getting map upgrades for your BD unit where you could see, hey, where things were. And you could kind of right. pick and choose, like, do I want to go to these force terriers? Do I want to go for this or that? That made me feel godlike. And yeah. it was like, holy shit, this is exactly how I want to play this game, being a Jedi Knight. And I wasn't playing that the first half of the game. And then story-wise, it was insane. I had my God of War moment last night. So as we've talked about before... When I played God of War 2018, uh, Chris Dugan asked where I was in the game and asked to watch me play it. Saw me get to the moment of seeing um, Athena with Kratos. So, like, experience that whole thing with me, which has stuck with me forever, right? There's a moment in this game that isn't that, but there is a pretty big moment in the game that you were on the headset with me when it happened to me the other night. And then I was on the headset with Garrett last night when it happened. And he had just experienced the big swerve. And so he thought that was it. And then you you wake up after the little nappy poo and shit goes down and he got his ass fucking kicked just like I did. It made me feel so good. Like that, that last third of the game, dude, is so fucking good. Yeah. That, that turning point where you, I think without spoilers, you can say that you play as a different character. Sure. Um, that was the moment I was like, yes, this game's fucking taken off. Yep. And then a few hours later, it was over. It's over, yeah. yeah. Um, if it had ended there, I'd have fucking been so mad. I honestly thought that's where it was going to end, is after that swerve. And then after that fight, I was like, this is where we're going to get an ending right here. And then it kept going. I'm like, okay, so we're going to get a little epilogue kind of thing. And we did. Yeah. But to, we talked about this before. The whole crux of this game is you're kind of headed or trying to figure out this destination you finally get to this destination and it's seemingly Whatever. empty and pointless, right? It doesn't yeah. feel very, it doesn't feel very earned. It doesn't feel very good. I, I, I didn't like it. So um, I agree. I think the individual level design was like fantastic. Like yes. the, the story beat places and yes. almost like you might call them dungeons, right? Like the enclosed areas were really good. The puzzles were, were fun. It has a little bit of that completionist grind. You know, you can do the, oh, the was, different temples. And I was watching, I was watching Garrett play it a little bit last night and he was doing things I didn't do. Like yeah. in, 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 uh, in, is it, is it Jetta? In Jeddah, 
uh, there's like four different little pillar areas that you can go to oh, the little yeah. ruins. And then there's yep, a yep, big, yep. a big temple in the middle that you can go down to never did any of that. So I watched him do that last night where he got down into this big with Eno Cordova, get down right. in this big, uh, this big temple. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. The only thing I did after the game was over was I ended up doing all of the uh, bounty missions. Cause I thought those were going to be worth my time. And honestly they were, I, I had a good time with that. There was some fun little Easter egg stuff from doing all that, but uh, I have since deleted the video game. I yep. don't need to play any more of it. Uh, yep. Will it wind up on my top 10 list? Will it wind up on your top 10 list, Tony? I'm not prepared to say one way or the other, but um, I mean, I had a really good time with it. It was a nice, fun grind. It needed more, and I am going to, if I'm just literally basing it on the gameplay, not the performance issues, not that it's 150 gigs, not that it was far shorter than I needed it to be, probably, because it really was good combat. It was really good traversal. Um, But man, it's, there's so much surrounding it that I was sure. I feel tainted about. I mean, that's, that's, I think we both agreed that this is a seven out of 10 video game, all, all circumstances included. You know, yeah. I think, I think had we started this game after some patches, even like towards the end of the year, uh, maybe a different story, but at launch, you know, I bet a lot of people felt this way with uh Callisto protocol, right? Like there's a lot of issues with Callisto when it launched, they patched a shit ton of stuff. And so my experience, with Callisto protocol, way different than people that started the game launch. Maybe. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited to see where a third one goes, even though I don't think the crux of what this third one might be based on is anything that's that important to me. Um, I am excited to see what happens. I I think coming out of it, like it seems clearer than ever that Disney should do a Calcasta show. I would agree. Um, or, or retcon him in a movie somehow or, uh, you know, or have him show up in a television show. I mean, this is, this is like prime Mandalorian time frame. What you hairstyle are we giving Cal Kestis in his own TV show though? We got to go mullet, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> there, some of the customization options were fine. I felt like that lacked too though. So cats up there coughing, bro. I don't know what's going on. I, I heard it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Chill out, dude. Pussy cat. Wow. 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 <laughs> What's up, pussy cat? <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, seven out of ten video game. Um, definitely worth your time to play, but temper your expectations until you get to that final third. In my opinion, be prepared for a very long, slow grind in the early parts. Yeah, I spent ninety dollars on it. Not worth it. I would. Know? Yeah, I mean, you, you got you got Returnal is what you got. Yeah. Yeah, not not worth it. Um, probably will never go back and play it again. Yeah, I don't think there's any reason for. I mean, I would I would be excited to see what they're going to do if they do any kind of cool DLC. Um, the first game didn't have it though. That yeah, I don't I don't see what's going to happen there. So I mean, I'll see you in another five years, uh, Jedi colon something. Yeah, that's too but bad. That's what it is. Uh, anything else to wrap us up? What are you looking forward to for next week outside of more Zelda? Uh, Night of Champions. Oh sure, uh, yeah. You know, from the wrestling perspective, is that coming up this AW week? AEW big announcement this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the announcement uh, Night we of all Champions know. Is, is a week and a half. Okay, basically okay. two two weekends. Sure. Um, AW announcements, new television show. Yeah, CM Punk yeah, back again. Maybe you know, maybe. I maybe. mean, That's what's the rumored. what's the over under on if he returns? How fast he gets hurt? Oh, I mean, match three wise, matches, three, three match. And a half. I, I was gonna three and a half. I'm gonna I'll go. The under. I'm gonna take the under. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I, uh, man, what if the first match back, the the elite comes out unpro and just fucking rails them? <laughs> they need to do something, dude. Like they they gotta uh, get these guys work together. Yeah. But it's not anyway, I don't want to get too far in wrestling. Sure. But that's that's what's on my mind coming up. I mean, a lot of Zelda. Sure. Diablo's going to be here in a few weeks. Yeah, Diablo uh, Final first. Fantasy 16. That's what I, I said. Final Fantasy last night, and Chris and Garrett remind, reminded me that uh, Diablo is is up first. Um, uh, I will say very quickly, uh, the coconut uh, asked me about Diablo because she played a little bit this weekend and really enjoyed. it. I was like, yeah, it's a good oh game. Gosh. Yeah, she's she's getting she's getting back into the the good games. So that's good. Good for her. Uh, played uh, I think played a rogue. So I was like, nah, that's stupid. I don't like a rogue. Give me a barbarian um, all day. No, I don't. Don't tell her to add me. Uh, <laughs> ever. <laughs> ever. 
Uh, Succession, I, I got two episodes to catch up on. I'm first almost through the tailgate party episode now. I know you were pretty uh, pretty amped at last night's episode. So Man, I'm gonna last try to, night was fucking nuts. I, I, uh, you, you said you were pretty stressed. So it was definitely it's, uh, Succession continues to be more than any other television show. The one that just feels the realest like it feels like how these three extremely dysfunctional siblings would interact sure and like the dialogue is so bad but so accurate like when they're just like uh ship ship are, are we in we're in you're in okay we're good we're, all, we're good right okay. and moving on it's like they're not they're saying like six words but yeah it's so it's so much more yeah, yeah it's like they're talking without talking you know yeah uh, so yeah, Succession's good. Check that out. I'm gonna be Watch playing the bear. The first season of the bear that was amazing. Yeah, check out. That's a good show for you. you need to maybe check that. I got to keep going on Barry. I know you kind of fell off uh, Barry, but uh, yeah, Barry fell off to me. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep watching Barry, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna play some Ori in the Blind Forest to, or Ori in the Will of the Wisps. I think uh, maybe okay. check out Crisis Core since I've got that on the Xbox. Uh, thanks to Careful Ralph, I've got that to check out. So it's um, a bad game. So <laughs> some more content uh, coming our way. Uh, to just bide our time until it's time to dungeon it up in, in Diablo. So, oh, yeah. Tony, thanks for joining me on this episode, episode 323 in the books. Thanks for being here. Hey, appreciate you. Yeah. Uh, until next time, uh, Ryan and Ralph, enjoy your vacation. We'll be back again next week. For Tony, I'm Derek. This is the Level Up Show podcast. Level up.